Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, Recorded live. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the SFL with your hosts, Ed Big Dog Ritter and Doug Joker Fuzz. Get ready to hear from special guests and get the latest news, stats, team reports, and all things SFL. Ed and Doug bring their unique style and humor to every show. So get ready, call in, participate in the chat. We are ready to get inside the SFL. It's that time once again for Inside the SFL. As always, joining with me is Ed Ritter. Big dog is in the house. So what did you think of that? Schedule release. It's going to be fun. It's it's going to be real fun. Absolutely insane. That's all I can say. It was an honor to be a part of that, that show, that broadcast, to be a part of all that. So uh, let's hope we get some of these guys in here on the air, call in, give us their thoughts, opinions on anything and everything. It doesn't have to be about the schedule. It can just be about the SFL in general or about how pretty I am. It doesn't matter. It's all good, Lord. <laughs> So, uh, but just to touch on that, give me a couple things that stand out to you more than anything else about that schedule. Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of matchups seem to be happening that haven't happened in a long time, it seems to be, which is cool. So I'm sure, you know, a lot of owners that haven't faced each other in a long time are like, yes, it's about time. Uh, the whole cross uh, conference thing. It's just going to be insane because I totally agree with your statement. I think that now we're going to find out which team really is the best. Because like you said, last year, you know, one conference bragged about this. The other conference bragged about that. Well, this year, nobody's going to be able to brag because everybody's going to be beating up on everybody. Exactly right. I want to give a quick shout. AJ Pick 6. Flavor 2K, Jason1347, Mac Wavy Jr. 1, Matt Wilson, all joining us in the chat. And we have a boatload of guests. I'm not sure who's who yet. As they let us know, we'll be sure to give them a shout. Uh, guest 3 is, what is it, Spec Poo Eagles? All right. Guest 6 is on the call, and I have no idea who it is, so I'm not going to delay. We'll see who Guest 6 is real quick. Guest 6, you're on the air. Who we got? What's happening? True shot in the house. All right. What's going on, man? Man, I am so hyped. Can you guys hear me clearly? Oh, yes, sir. I can hear you. In case anybody didn't understand, it's Tallahassee Pride owner, Frank Good. It's the SFL lawyer. Indeed (laughs) he is. Now I have to translate those lawyer skills to the field if I can. 
Well, you must have done something with the schedule makers to get that schedule. <laughs> you mean as far as your uh, strength of schedule numbers? Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't. I don't put a lot of stock in them. I mean, I'm glad you did the, you know, did the work, and you know, I think it's real nice to talk about. But personally, I do think that, uh, you know, as was stated, and I think you even agree with this. You know, it's last year's numbers. I think we have a lot of new teams. New, uh, new. Uh, your team is intriguing the heck out of me. Carolina's got this crazy build. Roughnecks coming with the crazy defense as well. I think this is going to be a whole new ball game. I couldn't agree right. more. Since we have you on the air, everyone's been asking the same question. What possessed you to carry one star wide receiver? <laughs> you might as well lay it out for everybody right now. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. You know, we not a lot of people experiment with the generic wide receivers because, you know, the, the common knowledge, so to speak, is that, you know, you want to get star receivers, but, I did a lot of experimenting with the generics, and they can get open too, especially if you get them in, you know, more than a couple of them are out on the at the same time. And I really wanted to go defense. For the last couple seasons, our defense, our past defense has had holes in it, and I just got tired of that. So, you know what I said? You know what? Let me uh, see if I can't do something about that. Um the possession, you know, you guys may know if you play the game as long as I have the possession wide receivers, they they have some hands on them and they can catch the ball too. They can get open. So, you know, I said I put a scheme together and said, you know what, let me just let me see if I can show some uh, SFL knowledge here and uh, put something out that is a little different. It's gonna give you guys something to talk about at the very least. Now, so you make that mention of generic wide receivers, and you're trying to make me feel stupid, considering we have three star wide receivers. <laughs> well, most of you, I mean, you got a team with four. You know, we got you know the uh, got a couple teams that's kind of following in our footsteps with the two tight end sets, and you know, gold receivers. You know, so it's that's what's so cool about this game. It allows for the flexibility of all these coaches and their approaches to just get it out there and let's see how it shakes up. And it feels real that way, you know? NFL's the same way. I don't know what you're talking about. What's the NFL? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. Uh, But uh, you saw your schedule. Yeah. I want you to pick one. Which one game? Are you most excited for? And you're going to pick Minneapolis, but go ahead. You know it, dude. And and I can't. I mean, I'm loving it. It's the first game of the season. It's many. Listen, Coach T. Pat, as you know from working with him, for his he he runs a stellar organization over there. He's got. If he's not the smartest uh, person in the league in terms of coach. I mean, the dude, you know, in real life, he's a doctor. You just can't say he can't, you know, I play a doctor on TV. No, he's, he's studying to be a doctor. <laughs> so, and, and the, his, um, his team, it speaks for itself. Uh, if he has a healthy team, this dude wins. He knows how to win. So I'm looking forward to the challenge of this is nothing but a measuring stick game right at the beginning of the season. How can you not be hyped about facing the Marlins? 
Oh, well, maybe Ed had a comment. <laughs> well, obviously, all good points. Uh, but I will say this. You know what everyone's going to say? Because everybody's already thinking it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that big arm back there anymore. You know, mm-hmm. the the SFL god, you know, Rocco Marconi. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a big, a big, big question. You know, can he win without him? And I guess we're going to find out. We're going to find out just how good T-Pat really is. Well, it's funny. It's funny you bring Rocco Marconi up and ask him if he can win without him. Because on the call right now with us Man, is his new quarterback, Mac Wavy Jr. So we might as well let him chime in. Mac Wavy, your thoughts on that comment? Hey, fellas, how's it going? Oh, it's going. What's happening? Man, how about how about that schedule release, huh? Wasn't that some exciting stuff? It was hot. It'll be fun. But can you, as was just stated, can you fill the shoes? Of Rocco Marconi, SFL legend himself. I'm not trying to fill Rocco's shoes. I have my own shoes to fill. You know, uh, me, T-Pad, and the rest of the Mollers. It's a team game over here, and we're going to get it done, including you, Mr. Bose. Including week 10. And week 10, right, Mr. Bose? Week 10, we're going to get it done, right? Uh, well, rumor has it week 10 I may be suffering an injury. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I might not be able to the field that day. You guys are going to have to beat the Sharks without me on the field. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear I heard a little ooh and an ow and out of Mr. Bose. You know, you woke up from the dead on that. I heard that. <clears throat> but I uh, love the model schedule. You know, we, uh, we, we, we have some big games right there in uh, – I'm not worried about no other team, but SFB. That's what we're, we're worried about. That's our first game, and that's, we're going to take it one by one. And, and I'm sure T-Pat is going to put us in a, in a great, you know, he's a great play caller, so he's going to put me in perfect positions. All I got to do is make the reads. Yes, the man is an absolute genius. And uh, and somebody somebody told me, I don't know if he was drunk when he told me, but if somebody told me he was leading the league and uh, – and receptions as a for all running backs. So, you know, I, I always got my, my thumbs down buddy, right, Mr. Bose? Not only for running backs, but I led the entire league in receptions last season. Uh, well, if you do go. say so yourself. <laughs> hey, I can pat myself on the I mean, I'm kind of big. It's kind of hard to get my hand back there, but I try. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you, when you uh, lead the league in receptions, then you go ahead and pat yourself on the back. Oh, yeah. 131 receptions. That's right. I know exactly how many. Nice. <laughs> now, now, now. I don't care if we have, you know, I don't care if I have 100 receptions or, or 132, but as long as we get the, the championship at the end of the season, that's that's what we're going for. Now, we want better numbers for everybody. Yeah, we want, we want better numbers for everybody, but. I, you know, we just want the bigger prize, so. But I want to inform you, as the new quarterback, you've heard that guy in that other league a couple years back said, give me the damn ball. He stole that from me now. Just remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mr. T.O., you know what I mean? He was a monster just like you, Mr. Bo. So you put up them numbers, we have no choice but to give you the ball, right? Yes, but the Mr. Bose thing is making me feel really old right now. Uh, I was going to say, are you feeling old yet? 
I'm glad they're calling you Mr. Both. Not calling me Mr. Ritter <laughs> or something like that because I will feel old. Yeah. Uh, I'm I mean, just going to call him Joker uh, then. <laughs> there you go. Uh, awesome. That's good stuff right there. Good stuff. Man. Yeah, we are actually on the phone having fun with Big Dog, Joker, the lawyer, and Mac Wavy Jr. Yeah. Gotta love yeah, that. They, yeah, they put Max. It's Mac. It's M A C C, but, you know, yeah, Max is a nice name, too. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I'm sure they'll get that fixed. Well, to yeah, answer, to, if you don't mind, I wanted to answer Ed's question from earlier. Um, just real quick, it's I, you're right, Ed. This is a, a new quarterback. I know you're coming in to make waves. Um, we're going to see how you do. Of course, the Pride is going to have a plan for the team that we're facing, you know, because it's disrespectful for us not to even come out and try to bring our A game against against the Maulers anyway. So we we got to do that. And, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if, if you know, you can, can do exactly what you're, you know, claiming to do when you've got a defense over there that's built to uh, to stop the pass. And, you know, you got an, an offense that, you know, of course you're going to ride um, Dwayne Lane's broad shoulders. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. We definitely have a plan. We, um, you know, so we're looking forward to it. I, I, I do think that this is an intriguing matchup because this is going to be the first time that, that the models, you know, face a teal conference team with known defense. And in our case, this is going to be the the first time that, of course, they, they, they match up with us. And we've been kind of circling. We want, we've been wanting to play you guys for a while. So, so and we're not, yeah. and of course, you know, we're just going to bring it, you know, and that's what and we know y'all are going to do the same thing. And uh, we just see where it, where it all lands. Yes, sir. It'll that be, sounds like a plan. It'll yeah, be I'm, fun I'm watching Wavy against the Purple Rain. Yeah, yeah. not just that. I'm I'm interested in our two D linemen. You know what I mean? That we got some guys that are gonna get after these uh, quarterbacks, and uh, you know, coach is trying something new, and and we support them. We so we think we're gonna be fine. True. Yeah, and those 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 D linemen, you know, those defensive ends are not gonna be playing. Um, let <laughs> let everybody know they'll probably try to bring it with us. We're gonna try to deal with it, but. Yeah, I don't. I, T-Pad doesn't do anything without having it completely thought out. So I don't think they're gonna bust. They're gonna be. They're gonna bring it. Should be a very interesting game. No doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Very much. Mm-hmm. Well, right, I'm, I'm definitely. I was just gonna say, but if you wanna fit off what we were saying? Go ahead, real quick. No, I was just going to mention how um, it's not just, of course, our our games that we're excited about, but we, you know, I'm definitely interested in following uh, the Sharks. Um, I'm loving Carolina's build. Just I want to see it in action, these two gold corners. And believe it or not, I'm feeling um, the Roughnecks, too, in terms of their defense. We see them later in the season, I think week three, and we gave them a good thrashing last last season, so they're going to be coming to bring their A game against us. Um, in many ways, that team is almost built to built to stop us. 
So, you know, I'm, it's a lot of other teams I'm going to be following and um, just loving these cost matchups and everything as well. Uh, now, I mentioned this on the uh, Twitch broadcast, and I want to see what you guys think, all three of you, and I don't care who goes first. I said there's probably going to be that team that comes out of nowhere no one saw coming. If you had to pick that team, who do you think it would be based off right now? I'm going to take a look at some stuff while I think about that one. Ooh, that's a, that's a tough Who could course. be that dark horse team? Yeah, that's what you're asking. Who's the dark horse? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, my first season with you guys. So, you know, I will, uh, I've seen some games online. But, um, I, you know, from what I've heard, you know, I'm going to go with uh, OKC. I think uh, – uh, I think you know what what Cam said about his pops that he's been working hard and and uh, he has some stuff going on. So I'm be pulling for uh, OKC. You know what I mean? Besides my own team, I'll be I have my eye out for him. AJ Pick Six has picked Carolina within the chat room. Chairman Colin has picked Dallas. I, and not just because I'm on your show, I really am going to pick the Sharks. Um, you have been very close with T-Pat. You kind of, you know, learned his approach to the game. You have your own ideas as well. You also are a, a real-life football coach. So I don't, you know, we'll see. It all remains to be seen. But I think that the Sharks, especially being a rookie team that, you know, no one has seen. Um, you know, you I don't know too many other owners who work harder than you. I think you're not going to just sit back and, you know, make mistakes if you even start slow. So I think people better not sleep on this Sharks team, too, to be honest. Thank you both. Appreciate that. And guest three has also said LA. Guest three, who are you? I'm not sure. Uh, I believe that was, uh, uh, I forget who it was. Yeah, posted earlier on there who it was, and then I forget who it was. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't want to hog up the lines. If you uh, if any other questions you want to hit me with. Uh, no, man, let you know. well, okay. Yeah, just let me know. You know, I don't want to hog it up. Well, we got to give that game between you guys and the Maulers a name. Like I said, I've mentioned on it before, you both got the lion-looking logos. It's got to be given like a rivalry-type name because it's been pinned to the Sharknado Bowl since OKC is in Tornado Alley and we're the Sharks. And that'd be the game, the name pinned for our games since I worked for those guys last year. Got to have something for Maulers and Pride. Before he answers that, before he answers that, Jason, I love you. But week one, these tuna melts are going to kick your ass. <laughs> Shut the fire. So just get get ready for the ass kicking. <laughs> okay, now, the people, you know, Frank wants to go ahead and Godly, chime in now. Let's throw down. <laughs> Well, no, I, I threw it out, Battle of the Beast. That Ooh, I like that. logo don't look like any lion to me or any kind of tiger. They just look beastly, and we hope to play beastly. So, you know, lion is the king of the jungle. 
um, kind of a beast, you know. So, yeah, that was a beast. That's what I would throw out. <laughs> the king of the jungle bowl one. <laughs> oh, I like that, too. Hey, I've already penned the sharks versus the crabs, ocean bowl one. There you go. The ocean bowl. We can take this show in so many different directions right now, so... Ed, uh, Mr. what do you want Mr. to take Nick, Mr. Nickens is now in the chat. Oh, hey, it's always good to have, have Grand Poopa. We love the Grand Poopa yeah. when he's with us. <laughs> Grand Poopa. Hey, we can take this all over the place. I mean, wherever you want to go, man, just let's go, you know? Oh, for sure. Um, I've been I've been waiting for this show all day. I've been cooped up with the kids all day. Um, and I got my kids with me right better. now. Feeling better. Playing piano. From yesterday, so... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, if anybody in the chat has something they want us to discuss, go for it. Give us an, uh, yeah, a tip sure, on yeah. something. Yeah. You know I mean, while we're waiting, us. too, I wouldn't mind throwing out Santa Fe's team. I mean, you when you go two gold receiver, the silver quarterback, mm. um, and then everything else they have, they're throwing at you. Um, you know, don't overestimate how teams, you know, how, how strong a passing offense is. You, you know, I don't. I didn't look at their defense, but you can win games on strength of offense alone. And Santa Fe is going for broke with their passing offense. Well, to touch on that, you said the two goal receivers and the silver quarterback. They also got a silver tight end. Wow. And then they have the gold corner, and they have both their safeties are silvers. And filling out their bronze is another wide receiver, a running back, and then they have a bronze corner, bronze linebacker, and the kicker. That's a mean team deal to me. Question is, do they have enough defensive weapons, power to stop people? Because two wide receivers, gold, with the silver slinger, is going to be a nightmare, no question. And that's why I'm excited when Santa Fe plays Carolina, because Carolina's got the two gold corners. I'm out of my mind for that game. (laughs) I want to see that game so bad. That's got to be a called game. It has to be on oh, yeah. SFL one. It it's a must. And, and I'll and I'll say this, you know, since Frank's on here, I I do have to thank you on behalf of my son for picking up Bo Davis, because Bo Davis is named after uh, his best friend in school, and when he got cut, he didn't think he was ever gonna get picked up, and uh, you picked him up. So I have to say thanks for that. Oh, made his day. No problem. Yeah, no problem at all. We value kickers, you know, and we better because we're going to be yeah, good on that right game. <laughs> when Bo Davis got in the league, it was hilarious. Queen City, we need a kicker. You got a friend. We found a friend. He said, I don't know what to name him. Ed turned to his son. What do we call him? Bo freaking Davis. <laughs> <laughs> so Bo Davis it was. <laughs> well, he's. I'm glad to have him, just to let you guys know. We value him. We're going to make him part of the squad. We hope he never leaves. Um, I really see him being honest. I, I really see Bo Davis being the difference. We'll see how things plan out, but I think he's going to win us a, a game or two off the strength of his leg, seriously. And guess three said he's hitting 50 yarders like it's nothing. <laughs> okay. That might tell us who that is. Because we lost who it was. I can't scroll back far enough. 
Yeah, I still don't see it. It's got to be a. It's got to be one of your staffers or somebody. All right. Sorry about that. I had got a got a call from the boss. She's on her way home from the grocery store. So. Uh oh. Prefontaine, one hundred percent there. Oh jeez. Jason, don't have mall halt. Now it's going to be the Prefontaine hour with him. Oh lord. Really. <laughs> Yeah, because we see what Mulholt did for him last year. <laughs> Sorry, I threw it out there. As much as he ran his mouth about him last year, now he's going to run his mouth about his kicker? Really? Now, for those of you who are unaware, Max Mulholt is still in the league. He has himself a new player. Wide receiver Terminus Law, bronze, with the NYC Sailors. Uh-huh. Uh while we waiting, I can actually, you know, I don't know if it's up to you guys. I did want to talk about a little bit of another team, too, that Go for it. really hasn't got a – I just want to at least bring it up. So the Roughnecks have a gold inside linebacker, a gold outside linebacker, two – I'm sorry, a uh, silver outside linebacker, two silver safeties and, you know, a silver cornerback and a partridge in a pear tree. I mean, this dude is selling out on defense. Yeah, um, he has, he has three safeties. Yeah, he has three safeties now. And four yeah. wide receivers. And four wide yeah. receivers, yep. So he, he will I mean, be very interesting. Very interesting. Don't, you know, sleep on this either. You know, we, we I'm loving these crazy bills, and if this turns out to work for him, right. We gotta give him props because this is pretty right. creative here. Right. And when you look at this team, Mike yeah, right. tells me stretch the field. He's got to be running some nickel. He's got a first round gold draft pick in Mike Davis to carry the rock, and then the legend Marconi to throw the rock. He has got one of the most compelling, most interesting, must see builds in the league. I mean, and he's throwing it to to Iba and and out that. Right. Yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> Yeah. And they're both maxed ability bronze players. That's right. Yeah, or abilities sitting on those bronzes. You're right. And so is Travis Boychuk. He's yeah, got three out, of, three out of the three out of the four are maxed. Right. And Jonathan Concord sitting with two. So yeah, it's yeah. wow. You know, I'm sure you don't appreciate us calling calling them out a little bit because you know teams got to pay attention. But don't sleep on this team either. These. That's, these new owners, they're not playing. And, you know, he had a nice life of humble pie last season. He don't, he's not trying to go through that again. Well, you look at his team last season, how you said that, he had that slice of humble pie. I mean, he did go 5-7 and seven last year, finished second in the division with that 5-7 and seven record. He was in quite a few games, to be honest. And, and down the stretch, he won three of his final four games. Hmm. And for the last six, he had lost to Orlando 30-20. to 20, um, And when he played OKC, which I take pride in that because I think that was my first win as a coordinator, uh, he lost oh. to OKC 35-20. But, I mean, he was able to beat Carolina. He beat Houston. He beat Carolina again. I was yeah, he beat Carolina, he beat Houston, and Carolina twice in that stretch, and Santa Fe to end the season. So three out of four, four out of six. So he's coming oh. in hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I can't, I can't add anything to that. And I'll go back to what Frank had said earlier. 
what is so great about the SFL is, like you said, all these owners, all these coaches, and all these players all have a different way of looking at things. So when you get all these people working together to do these playbooks and whatever, wow. Wow. I mean, guys, like I said, I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. When I first got in this league, I was like, ah, this is going to suck. Seriously. I mean, I don't get to do nothing. And then I'm, you know, I don't control nothing. But more and more, I'm involved. Bye, Madden. See ya. <laughs> For whoever, who do you speak of? Uh, I just, I mean, these guys that play nothing but Madden and don't give anything else a try, I'm, I was, I admit it, I was one of those guys. But, Wow. I mean, it just amazes me what this game can do and what you can do as an owner and a coach and everything else. It's it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's to the point where I'm multitasking right now. I mean, um, I got my kids. I'm on the air, and I'm running a sim, tweaking our offensive playbook all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> got to love that. Got to. But kudos to Ed for, for, for bringing that perspective because, Honestly, we, you know, Madden is a top dog, deservedly so or not, you know, depending on the point of view. But Madden players, you know, they outnumber us, you know, a trillion times. And we need more folks who play Madden to to just at least turn their eyes and their attention a little bit to what we have going on over here. And they need the testimonials of people like you, Ed, to, to at least, make them pay up, just give us a little of a shot so you can see the depth that this engine, you know, the 2K engine that powers the SFL, um, what it brings to games, man, it is ridiculous. You know, and mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to, I don't want to down Madden or anything like that. It's just simply, hey, this is no joke over here. So appreciate you saying that. Ed. And I'll say this, since I've got into the SFL, I have been, on YouTube a lot, checking out stuff about All Pro, and I have seen I don't know how many videos now of guys comparing All Pro to Madden, and like you said, Madden is is the top dog, and it does you know probably should be at you know for some reason or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you go and you see these videos of how the blocking works in Madden and how the blocking works in All Pro, or how a guy runs in Madden to how a guy runs in All. It is night and day. I could not believe it until I watched these videos. And these guys are, you know, doing it in slow motion. They're showing you the difference. And it's like, holy crap. How did I not give this game a try when it first came out? How many years ago? What was I, – I, I We didn't give this game a try because John Elway was on the cover. We both know that. Okay. I, okay. You caught me. That's what it is. I hate that son of a bitch. <laughs> me too. Sorry, for anybody who doesn't know, all you new guys that are in the league now, I am a diehard Browns fan. Uh, I will never change. I've been a Browns fan since I was five. Although he threatens it every season. (laughs) Oh, I do. I do threaten it. There's been many times. That's it. I'm done. Never root for these sons of bitches. And then uh, next season, come on, let's go Browns. But, yeah, John Elway is one of my least favorite people in the world. (laughs) God, I hate him. 
And, you know, well, Doug, you might as well tell all these rookies that are listening why you hate him so much. <laughs> Quick question. Is Wavy still on the call? Just wondering. Yeah, I'm right here, sir. I'm just listening. Oh, okay, cool. You get the door open. Yeah, I was I, later. I wanted to ask you a question, but I wanted to let uh let Doug answer his question first. Doug, what am I answering? Time. I had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you. Is that how you love John Elway? Stop. <laughs> yeah. To, t- to tell all these rookies why you hate him so much. Because I love my freaking readers. He can kiss my butt. It ain't my fault, though. He ended his career with a losing record against the Raiders, but it's cool. <laughs> uh, a Raider fan would say that. Huh? He, he went out with two Super Bowls, but he lost to the Raiders. Huh? <laughs> well, he better thank Terrell Davis. Let's uh, get that like job done without Terrell. Well, well let, let's hope let's hope the Marlins go out like uh, Elway and Davis, huh? <laughs> you didn't like that one. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a tricky huh? being a player and an owner. So is there anything, uh, Matt Wavy, that uh, you expect to team, any schemes or anything? You know, I'm not asking you to give up any game plan stuff or anything, but do you have sort of a – you've been looking at your team and figuring out what kind of approach you think T-Pat's going to take? Uh, you know, Keith has been real busy this summer, but uh, we've been. I've been. Uh, I, I I know who my receivers are, and I know my running back, and and I'm get. I know my team, so we're gonna go over some of the stuff coming up before the season starts, and we're gonna. Uh, it's gonna be. We're gonna get. I'm I'm gonna get my hands on it, so I'll get a better view of what we're gonna run, but. I'm confident in Keith, man. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm so happy. I I, I went where I went. I think I went to the best possible team. Honestly, you know, I'm a rookie and I'm going to 11 and two team. You know, I know right. I have uh, uh, huge shoes to fill, but uh, I'm just gonna we're gonna let the cards play. You know, you gotta you gotta play the hand that you're dealt. So I'm ready to rock and roll. Well, you're in a good spot. I don't know if I'd be where I am right now if it wouldn't been me landing in Minneapolis because it was a huge help. And I'm just trying to do exactly what you did, Mr. Bose, just trying to go in there and, and pick Mr. T-Pad's brain. And uh, and hopefully I'll come out just as good as you, buddy. Well, I can, I can say this. I hope nobody else goes through the path I went through. <laughs> because it won't be. I don't think it'll be a good thing for the league if it happens again. I mean, oh, the tribe is home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it definitely is a commotion. Well, one more thing I wanted to bring up, and then I might end up heading off and handling some stuff here at the house. It's cool. Is I just wanted to see if you guys agree with me about it. You brought this up in the, in the Twitch show, Doug. The Crabs, Murderers Row, first five games of the season 
Are you kidding me right now? I I don't know if there's ever been in the history of the FSL FSFL um, a bigger challenge than what the Crabs have this season. Well, just to touch on those games, we'll say it right now: Louisville, Queen City, Minneapolis, Orlando, and Houston. Back to back to back to back to back. To, I think I said enough backs. Straight out the gate, five uh-huh. weeks in a row. But like I said on the air. During the Twitch, he then has seven straight weeks to finish the season against no team that had a winning record from last season. Right. So can he survive the week five gauntlet? But see, my <laughs> thing is, I'm with the real. My statement on it is, all right. So the teams that he's facing, at least the first three uh, weeks of the season, maybe the first four or five, these are established veteran coaches who it's been established they these guys know what they're doing they're proven winners and I don't know I haven't looked at how the rest of the schedule breaks down in terms of who these actual other teams are with their win loss but if they if any of these other teams turn out to be the prize powerhouse that came from you know losing seasons from last season then man if if the Crabs make the playoffs, they would have earned their reputation. They would have earned their money. Because well, I will, I will go on record and say I think that right off the start, from the bat, this team would be my you know surprise team to um, not do well at all, have a losing record. You know, and I love, I love him. You know, I, I'm, uh, he's my boy. Um, but I think that uh, this team right here is you just put him on the guillotine. <laughs> Cam hates him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I will say this. Uh, I was going over team builds, basing things off last performances last season. Uh, I had to wait for the schedule to come out. But I did have Baltimore winning their division in my initial predictions. And not only winning the division, I had them going to the championship game outside of their conference. So Drew, get the door. We'll see where I am once I reevaluate everything with the schedule here in the next couple of days because we plan on doing a predictions show, and hopefully others will partake in that show, call in with their predictions, and if they can't make it, submit it to me. I'll give your predictions over the air. I'll be calling in. Yeah, I'll be looking at some stuff, too. I may call in. Good Lord, I'm getting a workout. <laughs> Hearing all these damn grocery things. I'm going to have to grocery store myself. kids for? <sighs> okay, well, I'm I'm going to actually head on out, my friend. Um, before I leave, I just do want to say go Pride. We've got some new, exciting, uh, new human players in our team that I think we're going to show out, show up and show out, and we're looking forward to Showcasing what that purple rain is all about, and uh, you know we're gonna make it interesting for you guys. (laughs) Purple rain. (laughs) Oh man, we're gonna have some fun now. Yeah, gonna be good. So yeah, I'm I'm about to head on out, fellas. It's always a blast. You guys are definitely this show has grown uh, so much, and um, you guys keep up the good work. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. You have a great night, buddy. All right. Good luck, everybody, to all the team. Let's 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 get it. All right. Thank you, everybody. Good luck to you as well. All right. Thank you. All right, baby.
All right, everybody, that was uh, Frank Gooden, Jr., owner of the Tallahassee Pride. Oh, crap, that's all she I believe Ed's still handling the grocery situation. Uh, and, uh, uh, it looks like we have Destro now in the chat, so it's always good to have him in there. Uh I'm sure he was happy to see, since he was there and there, I'll mention it, that the Dragons have the weakest strength of schedule within the North Division, which will help them out, because that's a very tough division. Yeah. I was about to say, not everybody talking once now. <sighs> Sorry, this fat man got to catch his breath, <laughs> making all the trips in and out of the house. <laughs> You got his daily exercise. Oh. Yeah, this, like I said, I'll keep saying it. This season is going to be fun. I'm, I'm liking, I'm liking how all these rookies, a lot of them, you know, they think they're God's gift to football, and haven't even set foot on the field yet. And, uh, <laughs> And then, you know, and then there's the other side of it, you know, Mr. Wavy here, who says everything you want to hear from a rookie, which is awesome. And so, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I can't wait till game nights and them rookies get in there and start running their mouths. Oh, yeah, I believe uh, Cam's right. I think we're going to have to have some kind of, you know, moderators in there to keep these guys in check. Might get out of control, but it's going to be fun. I agree. Now I want to get I want to touch on the schedule here real quick. Opening night. Good. I want to see since we got Mac on the on the air, he can give us his opinion. We got the guys in the chat. It'd be nice for them to throw out their opinion because we didn't get really a chance to hear from anybody during the Twitch show. Uh, the opening week games. You got Cleveland at Queen City. That's the opening night. That's going to be the game that Cam will be calling. On SFLN two, you will see Dallas at NYC. And on SFLN3, we'll see Santa Fe at Houston. Now, I'm just talking opening night. Those three games, which game has you the most interested in? And which game do you feel that you'll be the one be the one you're tuning into that night? Well, uh, for me, uh, definitely going to be Cleveland and Queen City. Because I want to see what Mr. Diggs does. I want to see what he does against Queen City. I want to see just how good uh, Mario Savage is. And I want to see just how good uh, Queen City is going to be without the man. You know, that, that guy, that running back that's in L.A. now. You know, the you know former MVP, you know, one of the greatest running backs of all time. That that guy. Right. Mac, what do you got? Hold on, what was that? I didn't... Of the three now. games of the three games opening night, which one pe- piques your interest the most? Santa Fe at Houston, Dallas at NYC, or Cleveland at Queen City? Uh, I like that. Uh Cleveland at Queen City. Uh, I think that's uh you know they said uh that Cleveland uh you know, they got that quarterback, that gold quarterback, and 
I think that's going to be a good game right there. They said uh, the cornerbacks uh, from Queen City are a little bit shaky, so that's the one I'm looking forward to right there. Let's see how close uh, Cleveland is to them, huh, to the champs. Well, and I'll say for me, uh, the, the game I'll be watching will be Santa Fe and Houston. Uh, both those teams are in the same conference as the Sharks, so it'll be an early chance for me to study the competition towards the uh, – Possibility of maybe one day we run, run into either one of them for a conference championship game. Hopefully, we shall see. Uh, but of course, I'm going to have to go back and study some tape because I know we play Cleveland, I know we play Queen City, but I will probably be all over the Houston Santa Fe game unless DBT shows up because it is his team, Cleveland, and my daughter's favorite team is Queen City. So I might get stuck having to watch that game with them and have wings being hit in the back of my head again. <laughs> Yes, and for all those new to the league, DBT Diggs, real-life friend of mine, he comes over often for games, always brings wings, pizza, whatever, and when things don't go his way, he has a tendency of throwing wings around the house, and a few times I've been in the back of the head. Oh, the one landed in, in your ear the one time, I remember you telling us that. Yeah, and then he like a, and like a weird freak came over and licked the sauce off my ear, that was kind of odd. But that's but that's it. We know he's weird. So. But we we have another caller on the line right now. It's DBT digs the virus. For those of you unaware, STD is his initials. <laughs> so he's known as the virus. Virus uh, the virus. Yes, we do have another caller, and I believe it is Chairman Colin. Colin, how you doing, buddy? Hey guys. What's going on? We have Colin Northrop, member of Santa Fe Gorillas, now Gold Corner, Colin Douglas. How is your time in Santa Fe? Have you gotten used to the food down there yet? Yep, I've gotten used to the stuff, and I've I've just really only recently dived whole hog into the stuff. And of course, I'm not going to give away state secrets over the air, but Let's just say the Silver Slinger is going to up your form early against Houston. I would not be surprised. He had a hell of a year last year, so. I believe he threw for exactly 3,600 yards last year. Hmm. And I'm really looking forward to uh, playing with, uh, of course, uh, Joe Lynn on the other on the other side. Um, you know, he's he's a great guy, fun guy. I've gotten to know very well, and of course, so looking forward to playing with Matt, and, uh, fellow rookie Adam McCoy. It'll be really interesting. Um, of course, I'll be looking forward to when I play you guys for the first time. No, you won't. <laughs> You're not going to look forward to that but, ass whooping. For, <laughs> for all for all the rookies out there, Colin is former co-defense coordinator for the Sharks. But when this opportunity came up for him to go to Santa Fe, he jumped at it. Uh, he did it with a heavy heart. And we told him, without a shadow of a doubt, we couldn't be more proud of him. 
and what you know his choices are and what he's done because he is an awesome guy and I can't wait to play you guys and like Doug said we're gonna whoop your ass sorry <laughs> and I'm sure uh, I'm sure Ramos offered you quite a few pesos to jump ship and it's gonna cause for us to have a lot of fun when that game happens but, yeah. Uh, well, of course, we wish you guys the best over there. So, but of course, I I think this division's going to be really, really tough. Whoever whoever ends up winning the West is certainly going to be a battle-tested come postseason time. That's for sure. Right. We got yeah. four teams, including you guys, including including my team, that could realistically. Win. You can't. I would miss if I didn't talk about all the cities and the offensive firepower that they have. Well, I tell you, uh, me, and, me and Mr. Bowser sure going to be happy to play you week one. I'm sure going to be game plan for you, buddy. Well, looking forward to adding my my interception toll and they make <laughs> well look I'm gonna tell you this I, you might get me one time you might and that's that's gonna be a hell of a interception but uh, as long as we win that game I'm gonna be all right that's the thing with me you know if uh if we have to hand off to Mr. Bowles 50 times a game that's what we're gonna do but you know we all know T-Fat we know he's been through a season without throwing the ball once. I mean, without running the ball once. So we we've, uh, we fired, we figured we're gonna light you guys up week one. Well, I certainly hope not, because uh, um, the defense is my baby. I'm defensive coordinator. For those of you who may not know, Joe. That. Running a few sims and simply impressive to say the least. Running game wise, not so much. I don't, I don't know how it will shake out coming the season, but of course it'll always be interesting. Yeah, well, besides week one, buddy, I hope you have the the best season possible. I tell you that. Yeah. We're looking, we're looking for a playoff berth. I think. Yeah, we know. We're certainly all fired up with the Wilson, Morales, uh, Davis, Bosco, Quick. <laughs> Mom. Since we got you on the air with your Santa Fe, I want to bring this up. As you know, you come in the first week, you go to Houston, who lost in the championship game, so that's going to be no easy out. Then you get to play Minneapolis, who many thought was going to win the championship last year. Got tripped up there at the end. And then in week three, even though they struggled last season, Carolina, they're going to be carrying two gold corners to compare with your two gold wide receivers, plus they got the two silver linebackers. So that's going to be three very tough games for you guys out the gate. Well, I think, and I I don't know how 
how uh, Ramos would feel about this. But I think realistically, if we can get one of the three to start with, perhaps two of the three if we're lucky, um, you know, because we can need those wins down the stretch for sure, given how tough on paper, theoretically, the division is, particularly with the, like I said, with Oakland with the OKC and Los Angeles. Right. I still think Ed's a little tied up at the moment. I don't know. I'm checking the chat room. The chat room's kind of quiet. Uh, I just muted. I just muted because my kids are losing their freaking minds. <laughs> yeah, luckily for mine, mine are being pretty quiet right now. They are actually behind me watching Full House. See, you had to make the statement today that when we were talking. I, I don't hardly hear your kids anymore. See what happened? Jinxed it. See, it done ruined it. Man, I'm going to try this again. The Maulers win every game they play. The Sparrows win every game they play. The Renegades win every game they play. We'll see how well that works. Cool. Uh, the, the belief that if the kids don't have to be quiet, you just beat them. <laughs> Uh, guest five says early championship matchup predictions. If anyone wants to throw any out there, because uh, my early prediction was actually going to be Baltimore and Minneapolis, uh, based on the schedule and some other things. I'm going to rethink that, but I could still be uh, going that way. I'm going to pose a question to uh, people that are on the call right now. Is Mary? team that made the postseason last year that uh, could theoretically decide to say Baltimore uh, missed the playoffs. Yes. And if you want to know who that is, I can tell you. And if I had to put money on it right now, the one team that made the playoffs last season that won't make the playoffs this season, it'll be the Sparrows. Yeah, that's a pretty safe bet, given that they lost to Anderson. Um, Now, here's where I'm going to give the Sparrows credit. They struggled mightily. There was no secret on defense last year, mightily. But they still won eight games. If you can win eight games with one of the most horrible defenses in the league, which they were ranked 16th most of this season, finished the league 15th, and still win games, you're doing something right somewhere. Now, as you touched on it, they're losing Ashley Anderson, four-star gold running back, and now going to go with a two-ability two silver running back who's a converted wide receiver. Major drop-off. But that being stated, um, they had a good passing game last year. I think their completion percentage was 73%. They've now added more weapons to throw the ball. One would assume they're going to focus on that. And they did well with it last year. Um, so one's going to be tend to believe that they're going to be able to be effective through the air, but they're going to need a complementary running game. And what can Benny Beasley bring to them to make somebody, you know, play them honest? And that's why I'm picking them to be the team not to make it because 
on a personal level, I have no faith in Benny Beasley being effective at all. But as far as my pick, um, did not make the playoffs. Look who made it. Even though they're probably going to be as hungry as all to try and get back and win the championship. Uh, I'm going to have to say uh, the Houston Hyenas just simply because Yes, you replace a guy like DJ Majesty, but I think uh, his impact is definitely going to be uh, missed there on the defensive side. And there seems to be, at least on paper anyway, no indication that their offense won't stop being the Darnell Black variety show, for lack of a better term. So... That's who I would pick. That was a good one. The variety show, I like that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Because we all know this. We all know that story. Ed, Ed, you were around last season. Um, to to Colin's question, who you got? Who will not make the playoffs? If you had to pick one that made it last season. Mm, he's not going to make the playoffs. It's a good question. Uh, teams that made the playoffs last year that will not make it this year. I'm going to go with Baltimore. Wow. I think that schedule of theirs is just holy crap. They survived the gauntlet. That's all I'm going to say. They survived the gauntlet. Wow. If, if, yeah, if they can survive the gauntlet, they have a shot. But if they stumble at all, it, yeah, either season. Yeah. But as far as the sleeper pick to make the playoffs, the team that didn't make it, other than my own team, I, I, I would have to say perhaps it would be Cleveland because they were so close last year to begin with, with, with Stevie on the offensive side. And now that they have a full staff, I just think with the pieces they have in place uh, at the running back and new starting quarterback and, Besides, you have the league's leader and interceptions returning, and Mr. Diggs, obviously. Um, I I think the Vipers, if there's anything that's going to sneak in, it's probably going to be them. Yeah, good call. Well, since you mentioned Cleveland, Mario Savage comes in as the new defensive coordinator. Nobody has any idea what type of defense he's going to bring to the table. So when you're Queen City, um, they're playing in week one live on SFLN1. In a sense, they really have no idea what to prepare for at all. And Stevie was just learning last year, and now he's had this entire offseason to learn even more. So you would think he'd be better, but that will be remain to be seen. 
how does Queen City, even though they're the champions, prepare for the unknown? Good question. And like I said earlier in the chat, uh, um, NYC, um, I think once Kia really got it figured out last year, you, you saw the results. They they beat Baltimore in their last game of the season, and I think if he continued continues to fine tune that offense. Um, they may be on the fringe of making the playoffs, perhaps, in the last week or two. They're battling for one of those spots. Um, but then again, I think it goes back to, like, the fact that unlike real-life football or other forms of virtual football, you may play, play this the SFL is just a little bit different. And you could you could definitely see it in the results of the teams that he was beating or performing really well against it. He was uh, that NYC is definitely going to be a problem or two. Look for them to pull an upset or two along the way, but even if they don't make the playoffs. Yep. Ed, any comments? Yeah, I, he's, I think he's hitting everything right on, you know, hitting everything on the head. So, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. It is ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> dead air and I do not like dead air. So where are we going to take this? I don't know. Where do you want to go? I mean, because I, I don't have a copy of the schedule so we can go over the schedule you know, week by week if we want to. Yeah. But, I mean, if you have it, if you have a copy of it, which you do, why don't we, you know, why don't we go week by week and, and go, because and I don't know, because there at the end, Cam tried to go through that pretty quickly and I'm sure guys were trying to look at stuff and maybe we can yeah. go over that. I believe... I believe there's a copy of it on the site by now, I would assume. I don't know. But I did touch on the opening night games on July 31st, the first night of the schedule. But the that following Wednesday, you got Minneapolis at Tallahassee, Carolina's at D.C., and Oklahoma City travels to Orlando. Of those three games, I think most people are going to pick Minneapolis and Tallahassee, but what game do you feel to find the most appealing? I'm looking forward to seeing the OKC Orlando game, and you know why, but I'll you know I'll say it. I want to see what Mike does without you. I, I want to see if he's yeah. figured out the offense. I want to see if he's finally figured out his defense, and I want to see what he can do. Yes, I'm very curious uh, with his team just in in general because, like you said, um, and I'll throw out some numbers just to you know just to explain why Ed said he wants to see what OKC can do now that I'm no longer the coordinator. Uh, but I think Mike's got it down based on conversations with him. He is 
picking up a lot last season. Um, but Bovon, uh, this is a guy who had eight games, had 33 receptions, 608 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, Mike gave me the honor to come in and be the coordinator for the final four weeks. So I'll say those numbers again for eight weeks. Bovine, the tight end, a gold tight end, 33 receptions, 608 yards, two touchdowns. In my four games as coordinator, Bovine had 19 receptions, 709 yards, and nine touchdowns. A complete turnaround, and he averaged 37 yards a catch in four games for me on average. And his lowest output was 162 yards. Um... But I have a gut feeling, I'm going to say this now, I don't think he's going to use anything that I had put in the playbook last season. Because he added Slinky Watts at fullback. He loves Brewski. I think he's going to try and pound the rock down people's throats. Based on my conversations with him, I think he's discovered something that no one else might not even be aware of. And he's going to be tricky. I have a feeling he's going to be tricky. I, I'm, I'm with you, Doug. I'm really interested to see how this Slinky Watts experiment with Bruski in the backfield goes, because I've, I've seen him try it before. Um, I don't know how many of the new guys are aware of this, but Bovine started his uh, career as a, uh, uh, as basically a Bruski's bodyguard. He, in other words, he was a fullback. But then uh, Mike, somewhere along the line, I guess determined that switching into tight end would be better. Um, many folks would not, would probably tell you, maybe Mike himself would, that it's worked out for the better. But I'm just really interested to see how it goes. Let's see. See if, you know, I know he loves Drewski. He's, he's been there from day one. Um, you know, with OKC. That should be really interesting. But isn't he like 105 years old now? He's <laughs> very old, yes. But uh, he's still got it. Um, based off last season, he didn't run too well, so maybe it saved his body. Could be. And I'm going to have to give a personal shout-out. For the first time I've seen it, uh, new L.A. Shark linebacker Cody Ewing has joined us in the chat, and that's good. So big shout out to Cody. He's going to be a major part of that defense. I'm aware of that. Look at him. Wow. Look at all the people in that chat. That's awesome. Well, if we just get more people to call in, it'd be even better. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the number's there, guys. It's at the bottom, you know. I got to do, you know. For those of you that can't see it or, you know, whatever. The number is seven two four 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 seven four four four, and you got to hit the uh, call ID number, pound. which is one four zero five one one, and hit that pound sign, and you can call in. And if I feel like yeah. it, I'll unmute you. There you go. Well, Cody has left. He has logged in. He's left. He's logged in. He's left. He's logged in, and now he's left again. Okay. Must be happy I've been there, brother. I've been there. He, he's unsure what he wants to do. <laughs> I think it has something to do with plugins. Some people use their phones or tablets, and they're not as effective. Yes, I, I, that was a problem I had with my iPhone. I couldn't 
I couldn't hear you on my iPhone, but when I went to my Mac, I heard you perfectly. Well, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get back on the... Um, well, we were, mentioning, we were mentioning those games there in week one. The final games for week one uh, is Thursday, August the 4th. Uh, Baltimore travels to Louisville, which could be very interesting. Um, Sioux Falls travels to L.A. to take on the Sharks. So, um, I'm very disappointed that the Sharks game is not being aired. First game in the league. We should have had an aired game. But then again, maybe it's good that we don't get an aired game just in case we fall flat on our face. If we do, we'll just blame Cody. Cody, you won't get your fault if we lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing Mr. Wade Robertson. You know what I mean? I can't wait to see him. Right. That big tight end you guys got, huh? <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll see what he can do. I know he was very excited about being drafted. So, you know, indeed, uh, indeed he was. I'll I'll be interested to see how uh, how uh, Bobby Treefeather can take advantage of being paired with uh, uh, Elijah Bishop. Well, Elijah Bishop is no longer a shark. We had released him in uh, favor of one of the human players. We now have signed Macho Fog to replace Elijah Bishop. Well, I stand corrected. So we have... (laughs) (laughs) So we have... I've mentioned this to to Ed and and the guys on the Sharks team. We have Gladwin Wolf. We have Bobby Treefeather. And we have Macho Fog at wide receiver. Their last name initials are WTF. So, yeah. Interesting. And, uh, I I honestly don't know how, uh, first game, uh, you guys play Sioux Falls, like what they're gonna yeah. see on what because theoretically on paper, I mean you got the little dynamo back there. Yep. And you got three wide receivers plus the tight end. It's like like it's gonna be a pick your poison type scenario, I think for yeah, that's what we're hoping for. And I'm interested in the matchups because, like you said, we have the wide receivers uh, and the, and the uh, corners and whatnot, but the combination that I want to see on that field is when our wide receivers – I'm sorry, the Sioux Falls wide receivers of Jordan Jennings, whose gold has to go up against our gold corner, Ivan Mixon. Their silver wide receiver, Caesar Cannon, has to go up against our new silver corner, uh, Lyric Da Vinci, uh, who has replaced Andrew Ball, another human player we picked up. Um, so gold versus gold, silver versus silver, I think is going to be very, very interesting during that matchup because I I strongly feel they're going to be pass-heavy this season. Uh, Tyree is no joke. 
he will be the guy for that team this year. No Malonger, no Ashley Anderson. So we'll uh, we'll see what JT can do slinging that rock. And then, uh, well, we're on the subject of teams. I hate to go back to Cleveland again because it feels like we're, we're, we're devoting like entire blocks of time to the Vipers. But, Doug, how do you feel about your kid now being the starting tailback for them? And, uh, well, I'll break the news here. Uh, I was trying to persuade Cam to lift the gold limits, meaning we weren't allowed to sign any gold players with these humans. Had he lifted that, he would have been signed and would have replaced Parky Chul. Yeah. Real father. Real father's um, an operation. Right. But due to the circumstances, couldn't make it work. Uh, I know he was in talks with a few other teams about possibly being linebacker, wide receiver, uh, other things. Uh, the opportunity then came, and Nickens and and the Vipers said, hey, we have a spot for you at Silver. He'll be replacing Marcus Tuyasasopo over there. Uh, the offense is called by a good friend, Stevie T. Diggs. Um, I know they added a couple human wide receivers now, and uh, Darian Bowles and Tony Capone, which they have two of the Capone brothers. So uh, it, it's going to be a fun, fun day when that game happens. When we play them, when the Sharks and the Maulers both get the opportunity to play those. But you keep touching on these Vipers. They're one of the hottest teams down the stretch last year. I think their team build this year is stronger than last year because their offense is going to be more stockpiled than it was last season. They added an extra receiver. Scott King's abilities have been put through the roof. Mario Savage is a four-ability gold quarterback as opposed to Caleb uh, I believe it was Caleb Wright. It was only a silver last year. This is going to be a much more powerful team, and it's all that mystery. Mario Savage, a defensive coordinator, what can he do? Because if he can be half as good as the Vipers' defense last year, this team's going to be a contender. It'll definitely be interesting, but, I, uh, yeah, just wanted to get your thoughts on the fact that and now you've recruited a lot of people to the league, including one of your own kids. So you had to feel pretty happy about that, even though you didn't end up on your Oh, for sure. I got friends you. all over the league. <laughs> friends and family everywhere. That's why I can't play. Do we play OKC? Baby brother's over there. Taco, that <laughs> linebacker. I don't even take notice if the Maulers play. Do the Maulers play OKC? Because I hope so, because I'm going to use my stiff arm extraordinaire and knock Taco on his ass. Um, so, uh, well, I'm kind of looking forward to uh, week four. Week four. Louisville? Yep. Yeah, that's a uh, father-son game for you. Yep, because D.D. Ritter's their tight end. That's my boys. Yep, he's just named after my boys. That's their guy. Yeah, even though Dwayne 
roots for Overstreet more than he roots for his own guy, but hey. <laughs> and Drew just doesn't have any interest right now, does he? At times, no, it's more Dwayne. You know, Dwayne will even tell me, you know, especially when he knows it's game night. Hey, hey, don't we have an SFL game night? Isn't it time? I'm like, okay, hold on. Yeah, Dwayne knows his players. He knows calls. He knows everything. It's insane. Yeah. He's going to be a coach one day. He might. Would be awesome. You know, he already tells us. I'm the coach. So. What are your guys' thoughts on the uh, youth movement at Carolina? I know we've guys talked about the two gold corners, and you know, of course, they have Johnny English back there, just sort of tearing things up all over the place. But this team is loaded with rookies. Do you think that'll hurt them in the uh, short term, at least? I don't think it will. Nope. And we also have to remember this. They now have a fullback. Yeah. I mean, just the thought of that is, is kind of scary. I mean, if they get that full bo- you know, the fullback going where he can block for Johnny English, oh, crap. Yeah. Well, like I've said on the previous Inside the SFL, their defense has no excuses this year. If they can't get the job done, then James Klein might need to look into a different direction. And I hate to say that about anybody. But, uh, I, I mean, you got the two gold corners. You have the two silver linebackers. And then to top that off, they then threw in a silver defensive end. So it's like, okay, there's now no excuses. Um, and I think the defensive coordinator over there is Andy Hamilton, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But it's mm-hmm. with... With this build, they should be stopping people or at least slowing people down. And then the offense, Johnny English, it's going to clearly be the focal point. Then you got Jamison Monroe at silver, and then like Ed said, Jay Holder at fullback with the two with the two bronze wide receivers and the tight end, which is Shane Varner himself. And then they finish out the bronze with another strong safety. But uh, this is a team that's not carrying a free safety at all. Um, will that hurt them? We shall see, but that defense should stop people. I keep asking, though, do they have enough firepower to keep scoring, enough firepower to score? Because this could be a team that's winning games 20-14 to 14 and things of that nature, low-scoring games, because we're used to these big-time shootouts in the SFL as if it's a freaking arena game. But these guys might not have that type of game. It, it really seems to me to be tent of the build at least and what they were able to do last season with Johnny English throwing a football is is they want to lean heavily on their defense and heavily on their run game sort of like those those old LA Rams teams with the Dickerson back there just your classic guy formation tailback mid 80s so wow I guess we'll find out Colin knows the stuff, doesn't he, Doug? Yeah, it was impressive. We will find out, though, week one what Carolina has because they get to travel to D.C. And D.C.'s got a brand-new running back, rest in peace to Snowden. Um, and I thought it was a class move that Cam lifted the rule, no golds allowed. So 
they could replace him. Deion Hawkins got the got the nod. Uh, that's Warrior J32 on Slack. Um, he's he was in the, he's a great in the position. Chat. Yeah, he he was put in a great position. So he's got the gold quarterback. He's got the gold running back. He got two silver wide receivers. That's a lot of weapons coming at that strong defensive build. So it's going to be a fun test for both teams. And we're going to see what these two guys are made of. And uh, we know for a fact that um, I'm going to have some problem with Mark Chisholm. He's going to be working on a playbook over there for the defense. Um, Dominique Porter is going to be building the offense over there. So they both know they're heading into something. And Porter's the corner as well for uh, mm-hmm. D.C. But it's going to be very, very entertaining to watch that matchup. So when you look at the games that particular night, it's hard not to want to watch Carolina, D.C., but Minneapolis, Tallahassee is being called, and then OKC, Orlando. If OKC's figured it out, I mean, that's that's going to be flip, 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 back and forth on my three tabs to check those games out. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to have to break everything out and put put one on my PlayStation, one on my uh, computer, and one on my phone. <clears throat> there you go. That way I can watch them all. <laughs> Seems to me that I think DC suffered from a little a championship hangover, yeah, for lack of a better term. Hopefully well, there. I think they suffered from the fact that Destro was in the process of going through a move and other changes. Uh, he got distracted couldn't call his team the way he wanted, couldn't put his playbooks the way he wanted. Don't mind the drama. Um, and I, think that, I think that hampered his ability last year. Uh, from what I was told by him personally, uh, he seems to be in better shape this season. His coordinators are ready to go. Uh, I think all three of them are on the same page, and uh, they might be the D.C. Dragons of old. I shouldn't say of old because they're really not that old. They're only entering their third season. But they'll be the D.C. Dragons of the uh, the first year they were in the league. Nice. Well, that's why we can't... Left the chat you know, we can't... On the call. <laughs> we can't, uh, you know, emphasize enough, you know, how all these teams are changing with all these new rookies that come in, you know, and how all these owners, coaches, players, you know, have different thought processes. So that's why all these teams are going to be unique. I mean, it's going to, it is going to be really fun just to see how everybody, you know, the twist and the turns everybody takes and how they change throughout the season. And I can't wait. Yeah. Definitely going to be a fun ride, and um, I was thinking to myself earlier today. I was running in another sim, taking part in the Werewolf Challenge, uh, Doug Blow's Werewolf uh, Whipping Challenge. Um, this has been the most excited I've been in a long time for an SFL season. Um, it's no secret that last year there were difficulties with the whole uh, uh, situation with the daily and 
the eventual fallout from that uh, for people who don't know. But uh, um, it was really it was really shopping. and you know, at the end of the, the end of the season, you know, I kind of wasn't sure how I felt about things, honestly. But when I got drafted by Santa Fe, it was like it's like, oh, I'm so excited, yeah, and uh, you know, I got this opportunity with Ramos and just really looking forward to everything upcoming. The good and the bad. Like like you said. And you had to be tickled to death that in the last round Santa Fe was able not only to pick you and make you a corner, but to make you a goal on top of that in the last round. Yeah. Because when I saw that, it was a goal. I was like, whoa, late third-round goal. I mean, that's that's the equivalent of like a sleeper pick. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's it's just going to be really fun. And all, all the guys on the team are really cool. And I'm just glad that the league's grown so much since I uh, first <laughs> signed up. Uh, as a scout with the New York Knights. Uh, I only found the SSL thing in part because there was a tag video of uh, uh, Cam calling the Patriots versus Bears. So it was Vertigo versus the Dazzo 47. That's uh, Joe Dazzo, linebacker for the Baltimore Crabs. Uh, for those of you who may be wondering, and one thing led to another, and I just sent out that email. That's how my association started. That's interesting stuff right there. Right. Interesting indeed. Well, uh, I'll, let, I'll let you guys get to other stuff, but... Uh, Thanks for having me on, fellas. Oh, thanks for calling in. Oh, you're welcome, Ed. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. Good luck this year, buddy. You bet. Yep, good luck, buddy. That was cool. That was, I can tell you now, and if you know, all you guys were listening. You can tell Colin knows his stuff. That's why I wanted to keep him with us. And then when he had his opportunity, that's why, you know, he came to both. I don't want to go. But, you know, I had to keep telling him. I I mean, this is an awesome opportunity, dude. I mean, I I just I couldn't tell him enough. You know, he was like, well, I don't want you to be upset. I I will never be upset for you doing you know, what's best for you and what's good for you. I said, no way. I said, I will support you 100%. Because I think he deserves it. Because he, re- he really does know his stuff. He is just no talking to him. It's like, wow. Yeah, the way he is is very, I can't think of the right word. But it's a positive word. I can't think of the right word. And I don't want to discredit the guy by using a not a good enough good word. Mm-hmm. But, um, if we had more Collins, we'd have a better world. Oh, 
I won't argue that statement. So, yeah, so, I don't know. What do you want to do here now, Dougie? Because, you know. Well, I know the NFL can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on for hours. But I also like to give ourselves some more material for another day. I'm always down for lunchtime specials. I'm always down for other shows. Uh, And you know me. I'm willing to do a lunchtime special anytime we can. Uh, That being said, we can go anywhere with this. I mean, hell, we could do 12 episodes and cover one week at a time. Uh, You you know what? You know, we were covering the the top half of the schedule. I just want to throw this out there, though. That last game... um, of the you know of our last week that that with the I believe it's the is it, it it's uh Minnesota Minneapolis versus uh is it Houston? They do play yes last week of the season I think it is. Well, what what I've heard and what I've gathered, it's gonna be that could be a big time game, huh, fellas? Oh yeah. Well, I can tell you this. Minneapolis, many thought was going to win the championship last year. Houston won their conference last season, lost in the championship game. They're now in the same conference this season, and it was touched on during the uh, Twitch uh, broadcast. This wouldn't surprise anybody if this game right here determined who took the conference. So it could be just as big as any game on the uh, on the whole schedule. Uh, yeah, when I seen that right there, I, was, I thought, and I heard all that good stuff, I was like, man, that sounds like a good one right there. Yeah, and uh, like it's been it's been said on several shows, you know, everybody everybody expected Minnesota to be, you know, really good, which they were, because T-Pat's a freaking genius. But like it's been said, no one thought Houston would be in that championship game. And everybody was saying, "Oh, they don't deserve to be here. They shouldn't be here." And I mean, they they were in that game. They could have easily won that game. You know, a few things here and there change, go their way. I mean, we're talking them as the chance. So I mean, it. So when they play each other, it should be a very interesting game. Right, and now I want to touch on uh, what I was saying during the Twitch show when I was asked which team has something to prove, and I picked Houston. It was based on the fact that they made it to that championship game, and people said they didn't belong there. And for the new people in the league, here's why. They started out the season 6-1. and one. Started out the season 6-1, and one, and then went 1-5 and five to finish the season. Backed into the playoffs, coming off back-to-back losses. Uh, lost the biggest scoring game in league history, to Oklahoma City, yeah, that was against my offense, 62-59, to 59. that game was ridiculous, uh, lost another nail-biter to Orlando, 17-16, uh, lost to Louisville and lost to Dallas, so it's not like they were losing to scrubs, Louisville was one of the best, Dallas was hot at that point, uh, Orlando was one of the, the teams that gave them some of the most fits last season, I said that on the, the show, but when you go into the playoffs, one and five, no one really gave them a chance. I think their biggest supporter outside of themselves was Destro. He had picked them to go and win it all for weeks. Uh, and when they backed in, he was, uh-oh, you know what's going to happen here. So, But I think they figured some things out, and I think they're going to correct some of their issues. 
they couldn't get Black going. Uh, I think they were chasing their, their hind parts, trying to get him to work last year rather than just focusing on the team as a whole, but I think they figured it out this offseason. They've added Alan Drum. Uh, we'll see what he brings to the table. He worked with me and T-Pat in Minneapolis last year. Uh, and that's one thing. T-Pat's a genius. Me and Alan are both gone, and I believe he loses nothing with us gone. Uh, <laughs> so... Houston was my pick, and if Houston's figured everything out, the way Minneapolis is, this game could be the game of the year. That sounds good, buddy. All you got to do is give me the ball and we'll win. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not not sure running and running against them might be the, the answer, so we might have to rely on that arm of yours. Well then, then how about then how about I motion you out, baby, and let's put you in the action. I'm sorry. I'll even wear a pink tutu to get him confused. I have to laugh because AJ Pick Six is so right. Keystone Live. That's what Alan's going to bring. <laughs> he must. Uh, he must have saw one of Alan's beer videos that he did. Where are you doing now? Review of the key line it was hilarious. It was good stuff. That was the truth, man. But what about the? There's a uh, riot in Baltimore because the Mullers won, and he started dancing and wearing his plastic helmet ring. It was hilarious. It was good stuff. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, champions, champions. Mullers, baby. He had me crying. It was so hilariously good. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Alright. Well, it is 10 o'clock. I need to get off here shortly. Gotta get my kiddos to bed. So... Alrighty. Anything else we need to cover there, Dougie? No, just gives us a reason to set up another inside the SFL. Should I say new. noon tomorrow? Noon <laughs> 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 tomorrow. Nine times. I do this every day, man. I love you guys, man. This is my show <laughs> right here. As you can tell, I call. You know, I didn't call those last two uh, times. We're on vacation, I let you guys right? Get that little uh, cheap shot on me. You know what I mean, and and say about these rookies just used you guys to get dra- to get drafted. Now I was in uh, I took the kids. You know they did. I got five kids, and all my kids did great in school, and then we wrestled year round, and they did great in wrestling and football. So I I took them to Walt Disney World, and then on a Disney cruise. So you know what I mean. I was I missed I was in my age for a little bit, but I'm uh, I watched both of those. I watched both those episodes. So that's how how I know you said that. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one didn't tell me. I watched it for myself. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Flavor 2K just says you got five? Yeah, five. Yeah, I'm 32 with five kids. So. How many I got? I don't know. How many I got? You got to remind me. Five. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have four. So. Uh, but that's 14 between the three of us. <laughs> Um, let's be honest. We just have to say we're all a bunch of whores. 
Now, Mr. Bose, then that means you got a couple possibles out there, huh? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's for the late, late show. Uh-oh. <laughs> Matt Wilson be great for the late late show. Bo, Bo says, man, if, if that sperm even gets on your arm, you're getting pregnant. <laughs> well, like I said, like I said before, I can't help the fact that my son come out wearing Superman capes, looking for eggs oh. to beat up. Uh, so I, I take it they're dabbing too, huh? <laughs> I think I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. Got way off the topic here. Oh Jesus! Oh, oh! Wow! Well, let's put it back on the rails. Pick it up. Yep, back there. Yeah, there we go. Put it back down. Bust it off. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, make sure it's all right. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow! That's right. SFL. You never know what's going to come out of our mouth. Because you know we're not your typical organized show. Board. Organized, your tip, your you know your typical football guy. You know we we love our football, we love our SFL, but we'd like to have a good time too. So we you know we'll take care of the SFL and the football stuff, and then we'll, when it's time, we start going wherever we want. <laughs> and there ain't nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I think we can put this one to bed, so to speak. So we can have another show sometime. What do you think, Dougie? Yeah, we'll probably get together shortly after we go out there and figure out something. And as always, we'll just tell everybody to pay attention to Slack. We'll post the details as soon as we know. All right. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Sounds good. All right, fellas. Well, I'll catch you uh, on the next SFL show. I'll be calling in. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, no problem. You guys have a great night. And- Nah, let's have a great season to all this. I tell them this. Yes, sir. All right. All right. All right. Well, before we wrap it up, Ed, you have anything you want to say? Uh, just uh, good luck to all those rookies that are in now. Um, Come game night, I hope you're all there uh, supporting your teams and, you know, go ahead and feel free to do the little smack talking. Don't go too crazy. Because, you know, there are a couple of us older guys that, you know, may have to get on you. But, you know, good luck to everybody. And let's have fun. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. So, yeah, good luck to all the teams. Good luck to all the players. Not just rookies. I'm throwing everybody in there. Why not? Uh, good luck to everybody until you play us. And I wish you no luck at all. <laughs> but... Uh, but that being said, yes, pay attention to Slack. We're going to try and do another show. Uh, as to how soon, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, to everybody who called in, thanks. To all you guys who tuned in to chat to listen, we appreciate it. If we didn't have this, yeah. we wouldn't be able to do the show. Uh, it has been picking up steam. We've been getting roughly 25 to 35 live listeners now, where it used to be 10, 15 if we were lucky. So, yeah. I'll say this real quick, too, yeah, to everybody that got in the chat or is listening or whatever. Tell your friends about us. Get them hooked on us. And we'll really get this show going. Yes, that's what it should be. Who needs Leno 
and all those other guys and whoever's calling the shows these days since some other guys retired. This is the show you want to tune into, Inside the SFL, where we talk about little squares of toilet paper and how one's not enough to wipe your ass. <laughs> yes, he did say it, folks. He, yes. Yeah, you just never know what's going to come out of our mouths. No. Like I said, I go to bed every night wondering that. Why are they designed in one little tiny square like that? No one uses one square at a time. It's just stupid. You just can't help yourself, can you? I can't let it go till I find an answer. Anybody out there can figure this one out, please. You know, hit me up on Slack. Something. Let, let, let's figure this out for him because, you know, it really is driving him crazy. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up. We'll figure uh, out when we're going to do the next one. Um, we'll uh, Maybe we'll create a structure and we can stay on on topic for about three seconds. It's about three seconds to say, ah, screw it. Well, the record is two, I believe. But see, I think that's what that's what everybody loves about this show is, you know, we'll stay on point for a while and then we just got to take that long, you know, turn to wherever we want. But we always get back. We take a giant, then giant. Oh, should have went left at the Y. <laughs> we need to make the right direction, and yeah. But well, we always, always find our way home. So. But hey, we are the most informative bunch the SFL has to offer. So hey, I'll take it. <laughs> um, so, alrighty. Yes. We'll put this one to bed. And again, thanks to everybody who tuned in. Thanks to everybody who was in the chat. Thanks to anybody who listens to the playback. Uh, for Ed Ritter, the big dog, and Doug Bose, the Joker. This was Inside the SF File. Until next time, good night. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.